radio. Maybe you use your computer or a smartphone to tune in. Or maybe you catch up on our website. When you donate to this NPR station, you support everything we do, from the stories you hear on air to the ones you read online. Contribute today at WSKG.org. This is WSKG News. In late January, North Country Congresswoman Elise Stefanik began calling New York school mask mandate illegal and unconstitutional and told parents to report schools that were still requiring masks. Some parents in her district listened and began protesting at schools and calling for superintendents and school board members to resign. But the mandate was still in place. As Amy Flyreisel reports, districts had no power to change or defy the mandate, yet they were still taking a lot of heat. Jerry Griffin has given decades of his life to the Malone Central School District. He was a student there, a principal, now the superintendent. I'm dedicated to these kids and to this town and this, this school district. I've raised my family here. I've, I've dedicated my life. So it was hard when suddenly in early February, he looked out his office windows to see a dozen protesters. Some were holding impeach Griffin signs. You know, that was a first for me to see something like that and to hear people chanting that and saying those things. And it's, you know, I'm a human being. The protesters were calling for Griffin and the Malone School Board to resign over masks. Griffin says he had definitely heard from unhappy parents before. But this sort of behavior, he says, exploded after Representative Elise Stefanik tweeted that the mask mandate was unconstitutional and that parents should report school districts who were still enforcing it. It's actually gotten, in some in some aspects, it's gotten kind of ugly. Things like name-calling and personal attacks on school board members. He says Stefanik's tweets convinced a lot of people that the mask mandate had been lifted when it hadn't, and that districts had power that they didn't. People feel like our local school board members have some kind of power or authority to go against a New York state mandate by the Department of Health and by the governor. And that's just simply not true. Griffin says it was particularly disheartening to be attacked over misinformation spread by his official representative. The tweets and social media posts that came from her has had a negative impact on our schools. Whether she knows it or likes it or not, her name's being used and dropped constantly. I mean, I I can't tell you how many times I've heard her name either verbally on the phone, hollered at me in the parking lot, uh, emailed to me that uh, she doesn't believe what we're doing is right and that she wants our names. I spoke with over a half dozen different superintendents across the region. Jerry Griffin was willing to go on the record. Others were not, fearing the attention it might bring to them personally and to their school board. BOCE Superintendent Dale Brialt has worried about school board members stepping away, deciding that the abuse driven by Stefanik's tweets just isn't worth it. These are a lot of really longstanding public servants who serve on these school boards for zero compensation who I'm concerned are going to be driven out of these positions or driven to a point where they don't want to serve anymore. And then and then what are we left with? Now, the response has not been universal. Some superintendents said they've experienced little backlash or that interactions have been generally cordial. Todd LePage is the superintendent of Brushton Moira Central School District. There, he's had some hard moments. He's also heard a lot of support for masks. He says the irony of what has felt like a fight between schools and anti-mask parents 
is that in the end, they all want the same thing. People get so consumed by um, all the stuff around COVID that they, that they lose touch that we basically here at school have the same exact goal as every individual in the community. We want the best for their child and for every child that's here. LePage shared that politically, he's a Republican. And he called Elise Stefanik after her late January tweets to try to explain the impossible position districts were in. Obligated to follow the law and trying desperately to keep kids in school during a pandemic. The ultimate thing is, I just want kids to be in the building. I said this to Elise, I'm okay with no mask. The mask piece, to me, really, I mean, that that isn't it. And, and when this all started, I wasn't in favor of the mask. But to be honest with you, I think the mask have helped keep us open. Since Governor Kathy Hochul lifted the mask mandate two weeks ago, superintendents say a lot of the tension has predictably evaporated. But that doesn't reverse the damage done to the relationships between parents and districts, nor erase the personal attacks that many superintendents and school board members experienced after Stefanik's tweets. Perhaps more than anything, LePage says it was a serious hit to already low morale among educators. That tweet was put out there and it um, makes it sound like school districts are, are not trying and we're not doing our part. You know, we're, we're working the best we can provide the best we can for our families. LePage said he hopes that in the future, when other contentious issues come up in education, pandemic-related or not, that this sort of misinformation spiral can be avoided. You know, when some of this stuff is is put out there on tweets or, or Instagram or Facebook that, you know, our politicians would be mindful of the school districts and what we're going through. Because this time, they took the heat for an issue entirely outside their control. For WSKG News, I'm Amy Feierisel.